0: welcome, 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 uh, bienvenidos a la Drawing Core podcast. How are you? Are you all very well? I hope that you've had a nice week. Well, it's been about it's been about eight days. We've we've been slipping a little with this whole weekly podcast thing it's been 8 days it's been 9 days it's been 10 days and we missed a week and uh, in between these uh, day slippages we've lost a week so we're too behind we're, we, we can't we can't with integrity say we're an honest weekly podcast um, but I don't care I don't, I don't really care about that so much. Um, I hope that you can accept it. I think until we get to about 13 days between podcasts, I'm going to stick to calling it a weekly thing. I definitely have the intention every week and the spend of the preparation time and worry about, not worry, but concern myself with making it. Not that it's the th- not that you can say it. Oh, I've got a weekly podcast and not do it and just think that it's the thought that counts. Uh, we're, we're producing podcasts here. We're doing well. I think let's keep going. Thanks for being on the ride, being part of the uh, part of the caravan as we <clears throat> leisurely amble through the desert. I wasn't a pointed comment about deserts um, I just thought caravans Brought to mind uh, Nomadic Desert tribes I felt like we could Be a nomadic desert tribe together That would be a good valentine's card wouldn't it Be Be my nomad Be part of my My Let's make a nomadic desert tribe together. Will you be my valentine? Well, we're not... um, We're not investing in Valentine's Day here on the podcast. Besides which, it's uh, middle of November. Um, This podcast is uh, also two weeks late because we're going to be talking about the uh, festivities of... The end of November, the end of uh, October, start of November. In the, at least in the northern hemisphere, um, not out of any uh, discrimination against the southern hemisphere, but because these festivities have to do with uh, the approach and the beginning of winter. Before getting into that, I just want to reiterate. What this podcast is Because I've uh, stickered a few people I've made stickers Put them out into the world If you're a stickered listener And you're joining us for the first time Please be very welcome If you want to Check out the first episode Which is just mainly The why And uh, and the what Of the Drawing Core podcast And uh, There's also another one Called uh, queer uh, What is it? Uh, Queer radical anti-fascism I think Or queer anti-fascist radicalism Explored through the medium of sandwiches That uh, is is another one for you Getting to understand what this podcast is To be fair we're still figuring it out And I like to describe this as a, a Friend who's excited to leave you a long voicemail and there are a couple of reasons for that well there's one reason mainly which is that this is a conversational podcast but there are two aspects to that one is that i want you to have the sense that we're on the same level like we're friends i mean if you're talking with a mate um, even if you're leaving a voicemail to your mate and they're not actually present you talk like on the same level as each other And art is always going to have an issue uh, with power dynamics. Any communication, arguably, does, but more so with art, because there is the creator of the art and there is the receiver of the art. And in podcasts, I mean, I have one voice and you can't do anything about it, you know. You you can't change it or edit it or intervene. So I could be taking a, a hell of a lot of authority. So... This podcast is a little bit of an experiment in how to make some art that doesn't take any authority. I'm not an expert on anything. I'm merely curating an interesting thing that you can hopefully enjoy, but you can also just feel safe and cosy. We've got um, Jasper on keys. No, no, Jasper's the cat, actually. <laughs> that, was a, that was a funny joke. Uh, Jasper is purring for us in the background. That's not a live Jasper purr, that's a pre-recorded Jasper purr. Um, He's busy at the moment. The piano is also not, uh, it's also pre-recorded, it's just a little loop of a few notes of piano, just to set set us all at ease, make us feel nice and (laughs) comfortable. And we're hopefully going to be encountering with some radical topics and I hope that the uh, political bedrock of our podcast is anti-fascist and the theoretical bedwork is queer and the philosophical bedwork is Taoism um, yeah I mean more or less like this <laughs> I think we are um, potentially anarcho-Taoist check out the Narco Dao podcast for, for that one, but I mean, you're Annie. You'll pick it up, no worries. Um, and if you're if you want to, please please uh, communicate with with the drawing in some way. Just send a little message saying, "Yeah, I listened, nice one," or what you didn't like. Tell 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 us tell us why you n- not don't like it. Maybe we can make it better. Maybe we can uh, quit while we're ahead. You know, any f- kind of communication. And if you do genuinely enjoy the podcast, then please recommend it to someone. The promotion I'm doing for this is literally giving stickers to people. I've got an Instagram, which is quite fun to use, posting silly pictures and things. Um, yeah, it's not monetized. Um, just a passion project for now. Uh, it's a good way of me channeling some creative energy. Uh, so if you're receiving that energy, then please help be part of the energy by uh, telling someone else to listen or yeah, sending a message to say hello. Um, would be really appreciated. Okay, so um, let's let's have a little, let's have a little chat about. Um, about this festival then. So, obviously, I mean, I say obviously, widely known is, uh, is is Halloween on the 31st of October and it's part of the Christian tradition. It's, it's All Hallows' Eve and then the following day is All Saints' Day. Um, but I'm not really particularly interested in Christian uh, stuff. Christianity gets enough press, shall we say. Um, I'm not particularly interested in fact in any particular festivity on this day I'm more interested in getting a feeling for these festivities In order to make a template So that's really our, kind of our intention today Is to have a podcast that is in itself a kind of ritualistic journey And the journey should be, uh, hopes to be One that gets an idea of what journeying at this time of year means and what it can mean, what the potential rituals are that you can bring in to, to your life as we go into winter and to be fair, I would encourage anyone to um, mark this time of year and already we are two weeks late for the official day But this is about winter coming, it's about the beginning of winter, it's about the changing of the season, so even if it's just listening to this podcast and bringing some awareness to what the fuck we're talking about today, then yeah, you've you've kind of marked that seasonal change and I think that's a really healthy thing to do. So it doesn't really matter how you understand it, if you understand it in a Christian sense or if you understand it in a the sense of it being Sarwain which is yeah, it's thought of as a more pagan festival although the word pagan is itself quite a vague word that just tends to refer to na- nature focused religions or, or pre-Christian religions um, in fact Sarwain doesn't even go back that far it only goes back a few hundred years the, the name that we have in in recordings doesn't mean to say it, uh, these festivities don't go back further they're present all around the world and in all different guises so in latin america there is Dios muertos the day of the dead which was in fact at a different time of year which maybe makes sense because being in a different hemisphere um, they wouldn't the people they wouldn't experience the same winter change in the same time of year but it was brought to this time of year when the Europeans invaded that part of the world and they wanted it to coincide with the uh, christian festivals but nevertheless De los Muertos is now celebrated at the start of November and what, what all these festivals have in common is in the marking of winter's coming there is a fascination with death everything around us in the nature is dying and um, ready to be reborn in the next seasonal change in spring so in many traditions this is that this is like the start of the year because it kind of we go back down to zero and then we hibernate we replenish we start our journey again in the next season. So kind of this opportunity to mark this time of year is a chance to reflect perhaps on the previous year but most of these traditions are fascinated with death like I said so as well as looking back on your year you're looking back at your ancestry can be recent, can be long time ancestry going back way 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 back can be kind of vague ancestry like people think about how they're related to the earth going back to uh, you know Gaia roots Um, if you're an ancient Greek that was a that was a Gaia joke there unplanned Gaia joke Um, so yeah we're going back to the old school, back to the roots and we are uh, thinking also about um, restarting into the new year so let's imagine how we start this ritual now first we want uh, an intention which, which I already said, we're gonna. Our intention is to kind of go on a journey where we check out um, what's the crack with these rituals. So we've already started, in fact, our journey. We started with the intention, and uh, we want to create a shared, safe space, mainly. Um, so doing this obviously on your own, you, you set your space as you wish, um, but coming together is a significant um, preparation in itself and especially during winter and most festivals have an element of feast in their tradition but especially in winter perhaps it's even more important to respect to this communal, com- communal potential of celebration because everyone's cold and at home and no one wants to go and have fun so try and arrange, trying to arrange people coming together like Christmas is incredibly important for lots of people for many reasons but one thing that's arguably very very nice or of prime niceness about Christmas is that in the heart of winter everyone is together creating a warm fam- familial uh, communal space so we would create this for our journey probably by sitting in a circle circles are very important, we're going to talk about circles a few times uh, in regards to this ritual uh, we might make an altar where we might put objects that relate us to our ancestors or maybe not even to dead ancestors but to people with whom we have unresolved grief or with ourselves maybe And The altar can be whatever you decide, you know, this is a personal ceremony, like I said it doesn't matter how you understand this, we can just understand this in terms of psychology, we don't have to really bring a mystic or spiritual element into it if we don't want to. We can say that this is a way of processing the seasonal change, because it's difficult for anybody to be subjected to more dark days more cold conditions uh, you know to be recycling every year into a new part of life we'll remember things from other winters at this time of year if we have traumatic memories associated with winters they can come up again if we have nice warm memories of winters they can come up again so having a ceremony here is a way of a healthy way I think of processing psychologically all all the shit. All the shit. So <clears throat> so we might make an altar, put putting whatever we want on it. Might maybe it's a fire. Um obviously there's a lot of a lot of energy going into that fire, so it's quite a powerful thing to have as a in, in any ceremony. And the circle, um the circle is gonna protect us and hold that energy of this ceremony in in one space. But it's also, in itself, it's supposedly a a space between worlds. So, for example, there used to be these travelling clowns. Um, I'm I'm sure they were in France, but probably they were in other parts of Europe as well. This would be hundreds of years ago. But there would be these travelling troops of clowns who would visit different parts of the town or village and do like a satirical performance outside different places so they'd take the piss out of the butcher in front of the butchers, they'd take the piss out of the blacksmith in front of the blacksmith they'd take the piss out of the church in front of the church but when they did that they would draw a circle around them so that they uh, were immune to any um, godly offence um, godly vengeance that might be visited on them uh, for taking the piss out of religion so being in that circle was like they kind of transcended that that normal space the everyday space and they created themselves a, a special space so circles have always been um, a, a, a kind of across lots of symbolism and tradition a very significant way of crossing uh, and this this is a festival of crossing at this time of year not only is the, are the seasons changing but um, people when they're dealing with death think often in terms of crossing over and at this time of year supposedly the, is the easiest time for the dead to cross over into the land of living or if we're going on a journey perhaps we are rather than inviting the dead to us, uh, as in Los muertos, they would people people make altars and invite the dead to cross over. or perhaps we do a shamanic journey where we imagine ourselves going underground into the underworld and accepting that invitation and discovering through this kind of shamanic sort, sort of like meditation, um, imaginative meditation I guess We we invite ourselves Into the land of the dead And uh, have a good old Look around So the, the, the We might have a guide I, I don't mean someone who's giving us a kind of guided meditation But yeah, We might choose Someone or something Which helps us move Into Um that the new, into the underworld basically and um, the whole all of these things like the altar that allows dead to cross over or the guide that allows us to cross over they're tools they're kind of tools of liminality and the liminal is the space in between you know so um, airports are very definitely liminal places because you don't exist here or there, you're existing in the middle. And There's a very nice short story collection by Ursula Le Guin called Changing Planes and when you're in the airport and waiting such a long time for your plane and you're getting very bored and whatever, at that moment you have the opportunity to travel to other planes of existence. Specifically because of the potential of liminality, you know, if you think about coming of age ceremonies, often they'll be to do with removing the child from mainstream society for one day, or for some hours, or for like for a week, and going on some kind of journey or some trial, passing a test or whatever, coming and then coming back to rejoin society as a, an adult and that period where they're out in the outside of society that's the liminal phase and I mean you think about that airports thing you know I can read books much better on public transport because I'm in a liminal space I'm between spaces so I'm not as distracted it's, it's I think it's very this liminality is a very powerful thing and you can see it everywhere So, this whole ritualistic journey we're we're thinking of is pretty much a a creation of liminality, a tool of liminality. And I think when we get to this point of of having crossed or having brought brought to ourselves an understanding of where we're going with this ritual, or who we're inviting, or, or maybe what memories we're calling up, like what are we thinking about and maybe you're just thinking about the nature maybe the best thing for you to do for this kind of ceremony is to just go out to the woods watch those last leaves fall or watch the bare trees and think about that tree um, stealing itself for winter and ready to replenish itself in spring so when you're in, when you're in that, um, when you when you've got to that, when you've made that kind of step into your new space for, you to, is like your your goal for this ritual. This is when you can use your imagination, I think, and this is where the protection of the circle is very important, or you know, however you've arranged your ritual space, like you mean you, you give you do it with the intention of sort of protecting yourself in a way and you just feel safe and so this time of year um, obviously the reason that we have these more evilish spirits around our halloween culture is because as well as the our ancestors crossing over we the, the doors are more open for evil spirits to cross over so in, uh, in um, Irish they were called ishi is it she, like fairies so these fairies are kind of like the tricksters the um, little demons um, they are also there and for many traditions that's an important part of this like you are meant to go into the darkness and you are meant to confront with those more difficult things and challenged in a way maybe fucking winter is challenging you know, there's no bones about it and you, you would do well to deal with that in some way so by doing this ritual and opening ourselves to these spirits that come over the idea is that we might confront with our grief and it can actually be quite tough just to mark your grief and say yeah I feel shit about this But in doing so, you've kind of achieved a certain catharsis. I mean, probably you will achieve a certain catharsis by marking it, you know. So we're trying to not be afraid when we've crossed into the land of the dead. But we are trying to make our bed in the cemetery. We might not eat with the guests, but we make a feast with this darker side of the real world and the occult world before we leave and before we extract ourselves and come back to normality we need to close this ritual so that we put something back between us and that evilish darker underworld dead space because we are living, Yanni, and this is the, yeah, you know, this is the. Don't take your hands off the table until you've, uh, until you finish the seance, because otherwise the spirit will still be with us. That kind of thing. But this is why also fire can be very um, important this time of year. And someone pointed out to me that the leaves on the trees, as they turn to red and gold they're telling us to make fires it's it's a time of fire and our fire in this ritual can be burning away what we want to leave behind so it's a cleansing fire and um, especially as we want to close the close the ritual we can burn away this journey itself and we can that. A, a closing. So the way we're going to enact a closing of this podcast is with a song, as we normally do. Um, but if you wish to, if you wish to make your own ceremony closing, um, in order to, you know, this is this is a letting go festival. So like, you've got to let go of your grief, or you've got to let go of the last year. You've got to get ready to start a new one. So now is your time to. Uh, keep warm, keep safe, keep healthy keep uh, as much friendliness around you as possible to keep you cosy in these winter months and you will replenish your energy in this uh, darker phase in this yin phase of the year you will fill up your reserves ready to be blossoming again in spring so if you'd like to close the ritual in any other way that you can think of, um, please do. If you'd like to listen to a different kind of music, then you go ahead. Um, but we're uh, we're going with some hard tech, some hardcore techno, um, because I know about this music and I'm passionate about this music and I find it interesting. So this is a song from Italy, and it uses uh, what we might recognise as classic Halloween-ish horror samples and the genre music itself, hard tech is relatively powerful Um, assault of drums and (laughs) miscellaneous noises so we are kind of, we're bringing in that horror element in, in a very much not serious way but we're going to end with, with that sort of concession to our horror films. Uh, concession to our culture of having something scary and confrontational. And hopefully the repetitive drumming aspect of this song can do something like a shamanic drumming in your mind and help your consciousness alter... Bring you out of your mind, and then once again back back down into it, so you can go about your day, or your evening, or your morning, and and have a good time, and uh, be compassionate to yourself and compassionate to others. Opiorum sizi güzel vakandıne hadi bye bye. We Okay.